A series where we go over Nintendo and Nintendo-related news articles that caught our attention over a set period of time, varying from 1 to 5 weeks or based upon a particular event, such as E3 or the Game Awards. You're now listening to News Review. Yes, welcome back to News Review. It's been a while, guys. Um, This is what you and possibly... uh, us may have missed in July 2021. Um, I don't mind covering it since it's back in July because, I mean, a lot of this information is still relevant, if not all of it. Um, Today, I have on with me Astro. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, We're going to tackle this thing together now. I'm going to try and do this uh, a little different because I want to up it up the quality a bit. So we're going to start off with uh, the latest up. Well, the latest updates as of July 21st. Okay. So as we, well, you may not know, but as the community may know, uh, Nintendo has been quite stagnant on the Animal Crossing updates, uh, New Horizons specifically. Uh, not sure how Pocket Camp is going, but uh, and people aren't too happy about it. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the the game has been pretty stagnant since when, like uh, Egg Day. What what do they call the Easter event? Uh, Rabbit Day, Carrot Day, something like that. They haven't been adding much, and so uh, they did a little update. Uh, what's that? Well, whatever 1.11 was, and the patch note said some events have been updated and additional limited time seasonal items from Nook Shopping. In other words, nothing new. So, more recent news uh, Puma is doing a partnership with Nintendo with a shoe line. They have three different sneakers and, you know, sandals for the summer or whatever. Now you're talking my language. (laughs) But people are like, this isn't the update we wanted, Nintendo. And I was like, well, I like the shoes. (laughs) I like the shoes. (laughs) Let me look at the designs. Hold on. Is is it just Puma X Nintendo? Uh, I believe so. Uh, you can find it retweeted on Nintendo America's uh, Twitter account. Man, wait, these are actually cool. Like, there's. Oh no, I know. The color scheme's so great. You know, you know what I don't. Okay, this this is gonna be like something we might disagree on, but like, mm-hmm. I don't like logos or like anything. I like the subtle. Uh, memorabilia like iconography where it's like just the colors and like the very basics of the of the um the ip like you could if you know you know type of thing you can tell this is an animal crossing design just so you mean a minimalistic design more or less uh because uh i have that one star fox shirt where it's just a white outline of the star fox uh team's emblem uh-huh. on a black shirt and i love it it's literally my favorite star fox shirt 
Yeah, I used to be the the type of guy who will wear like uh, Marth, <laughs> Marth for Fireball, like <laughs> just his big ass face. Wait, just- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on the shirt, and I'll still wear it like maybe to a to a convention or something. But I don't know, just like something where it's like I don't know the Fire Emblem logo, uh, mm-hmm. or or like the Fire Emblem Awakening logo, where it's like. I know I've seen that before, <laughs> or like, I know what that is. It's like it's not as crazy, yeah. but you you will recognize it if you're like really into it. And it. Not only is it like easier to wear around people who don't know about it, but it's also just cooler. To me. <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree with that. Um, I really yeah Nintendo. Look at these. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know they had to actually be like in that and that that's that's what i like about most of their partnerships they're actually contributing to the overall outcome they're not just licensing it out they're part of the effort I, Mario, it's so good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i just wanted to touch on that because that's a big topic right now because animal crossing new horizons came at a time where people needed that getaway so to speak, and it was just really like oddly symbolic, in my opinion, that you end up going to an island. Yeah, that's true. Resort. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not too much on that, because although I do play Animal Crossing, meaning that I've played it when everyone else was playing it, <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan, but I do appreciate the series for what they've done. This is gonna sound like a lie, but I want to get back on it. I wanted to do it uh, last weekend, but uh, we didn't really have the time for it. Every every time that I want to get on Animal Crossing, it's just like, man, but I could really go and finish up Age of Calamity, <laughs> do another mission or two. Mm-hmm. So I end up doing something else, like literally every time. <clears throat> But speaking of minimal updates, uh, the 3DS is still getting updates. Um, And of course, it's really just a stability update, you know, uh, gameplay adjustments, all this here. Oh, no cap. I saw that. Like, I was about to, I was messing with my brother's 3DS and I was like, there's no way, right? You just, (laughs) you you hack it so hard that it needs to update again? It literally gets an update like every three months, I think. But yeah, uh, there's also there's always this uh, account named Oatmeal Dome that uh, tracks the updates on Nintendo systems, and they were saying it appears to update the internet browser, possibly fixing an exploit and recovery modes SSL system component. I don't remember what SSL means, so y'all let me know. But yeah, um, I mean, it, it definitely is important that you have <clears throat> you have uh, security updates for these systems, not particularly mattering how old they are. Just like if an exploit really just renders them uh, useless, you kind of don't want to alienate that little bit of fan base that you have left. Uh, for that system because they could you could still make sales off of it it may not be significant but it's just showing your fans that uh you appreciate them 
now, kind of a big one here. Uh, staying on Nintendo specifically. Uh, Nintendo is removing credit card support from the 3DS and Wii U eShop in Japan by the end of January 2022. <clears throat> Weird. So, uh, people continue to call the Wii U a bad system, but then those same people that say that are all for virtual console. And I'm like, well, why don't you just get a Wii U? I mean, you need more than a virtual console to be a good console, though. Yeah, but if you want virtual console so bad, get a Wii U because it's not coming to Nintendo Switch. That's that's really just my point. I'm not spending uh, people, $200 just for that. It's nowhere near $200. It had been 150 since, what, 2015? And I'm pretty sure you can probably find one for near or under $100 nowadays. People want that stuff off their hands. It's a dust collector for most. <laughs> I gave mine away. Uh, Nintendo has an... Uh, this is also from Oatmeal Dome, by the way, uh, on Twitter. Nintendo has announced that credit cards and prepaid IC cards like Suica... What is Suica? Bro, you're speaking French to me. <laughs> will no longer be accepted on the 3DS and Wii U eShops starting January 18th, 2022 at 9 a.m. Japan time. No similar announcement has been made for other regions at this time. And that's not shocking for Japan anyway, because... Uh, Japan is not big with home consoles, in case people didn't know that. That's why the Nintendo Switch was such a smash hit. And for some, it was a surprise hit in Japan. Um, now, while they're doing that for the 3DS, I mean, I guess it's because they're both connected to, like, the same servers as far as the eShop goes. So it's like, eh, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> But I don't really see that as necessary just yet. If games are still coming out on the 3DS, which I believe the latest game to come out for it was last year, I don't think you should be so hasty on that. It can't be that expensive to keep the servers up for at least another year or two. So we've <laughs> never kept the server up for at least a year or two. And that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, hopefully that will not come sooner uh, than later for other regions because there are still some uh, 3DS games that I would like to purchase. And so just, just, uh, some of them are digital only. Oh, <laughs> just, get a, just buy an eShop card, though, I guess. Oh, I guess that is how you would have to go about it after that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I guess that works. The, the workarounds. Works for me. Uh, let's see here. And now we're going to switch over a little to uh, the Nintendo Switch Online service. Everybody's favorite thing to be involved in with their money. Um, they expanded the service with three more titles, all being for the SNES. <clears throat> I'm sure you guys have heard of these games. Um, one of them is called Claymates. Take on the role of Clayton, son of Professor Putty. This is not a real game. 
Why would I? <laughs> why would I ever want to take on the role of Clayton? That just don't sound like a good time. Your father has made a breakthrough, and with the serum he's created, living creatures can be turned into clay. Sounds kind of like the Mushroom Kingdom. You will face many dangers, but you have the ability to transform into five different animals. I thought he was clay. Right. You'll need them all to run, <laughs> jump, fly, swim, and climb your way past the obstacles in your path. <clears throat> so I'm guessing that means he could turn into a human, a rabbit, a bird, a fish, and a monkey, just based off of the verbs they provided. Jelly Boy. In this platforming game originally released exclusively in Europe in 1995 and could have remained there, you are Jelly Boy, candy given, oh, yeah, that's what it says, candy given the spark of life by the power of lightning. Is this a bad animated movie for children? <laughs> it sounds like it. I, I was thinking of Clay Fighters when you said that, but this is something completely on the other side. You've come to life knowing one thing I have not. You have to escape the candy factory. So, Willie... To get out, you'll need to collect puzzle pieces and survive the enemy heavies... Heavies? Heavies? Trying to stop you. You're sure to need all your wits, skills, and shape-changing powers to make it through this wacky adventure. So it's Mighty Morphin... Uh, season for <laughs> I suppose Animorphs. <laughs> that was a good show. I don't care what anyone says. I, I like watch the show. I read. I have the book right here, bro. You told me. Uh, yeah, it was based on a book. I, I know that much, but I really love that show. Bomboozle. <laughs> oh wait a second. It can't get more bootleg than this. It sounds like a mobile game from 2013. Yeah, that's true. Strategically detonate every bomb in each level while leaving yourself a safe place to stand when the dust settles. In this puzzle game, you'll have to be quick because time is short. Hmm. Just make sure you remember to take the size of each explosion into account, or it could blow a hole in all your careful planning. Is Good luck some... and have a blast. Is this anything like Bomberman? It sounds kind of like it, but from the image, I'm going to say no. But I actually might, like, unironically ch check that one out. It doesn't sound too bad. Uh, -huh. uh Yeah, it's, it's just bad. Like, <laughs> in the same month, Japan got Shimagami Tensei. I'm sick. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me, dude. There's they're putting shovelware on here. Uh, None of those games were made or affiliated with Nintendo. Nintendo. This is just disrespectful at this point. Mm. I deserve better. Yeah. I I'm glad we agree cuz bro, I'm not for the <laughs> I need to go. I need to go pretend. <laughs> oh man! Uh, an update that some may actually care for, though. Yo. Streets of Rage Four DLC finally available to buy on Switch following a ten-day delay. <clears throat> what's that? What's that talking about? Because that game will fire. Not gonna lie. 
Okay, well, I'm going to read the original article before reading the updates. Well, oh, hold on. Streets of Rage 4 has plenty of eager fans, so the launch of today's major Mr. X Nightmare DLC has been well anticipated. It'll add a survivor mode, three new characters. Oh, three. Okay. Yeah. They have only and, got like three characters. <laughs> <laughs> and new moves to spice up the game. Unfortunately, publisher Dotemu has hit a problem and it's not arrived as expected on Nintendo Switch. It seems to be the only effective platform. The publisher has issued a statement implying a fix isn't exactly imminent, but it's hoped to be coming in the following days. Are you for real? Nintendo Switch, the only one not getting it? Is that, is that what I heard? And uh, Well, uh, I believe that is what you heard. Uh, they embedded the tweets, of course. Uh, and then the first update from NintendoLife.com says, Publisher Do- Dotemu has tweeted to let Switch owners know that the DLC won't be available until next week at the earliest. <clears throat> hey guys, big announcement. I'm here to let you know you're not getting it. I'm crying. And the... <laughs> Oh my gosh, and the image they provided is a man crying on the floor. Okay. Uh, and they embedded the tweets. They were saying how they were devastated and they did everything they could to get the DLC launched before the weekend. Oh, I feel bad. Sucks to suck, uh-huh. I suppose. Yeah, that's pretty sucky. Um, in the second update says coming 10 days after the Streets of Rage 4 DLC launched on other platforms, it's now finally available to purchase on everyone's favorite. Dotemu's executive director Cyril Embert had this to say in a press release letting fans know the DLC blockage on Switch has now been fixed. Uh, and then the quote says, We want to take this time to first apologize to our Switch players. This should not have happened, and we are tremendously sorry to have kept you waiting. We appreciate every single one of you for sticking by us and can assure that we will work diligently so that this never happens again. (sighs) Oh, there was a 15% discount that ended on July 29th. Okay. Well, um, that was quite... um, I'm guessing that was quite the roller coaster for both fans and developers. Uh, I hate that they had to go through that, but it's good that it was soon rectified after the fact. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's now really, I'm not... it's really unfortunate that they had to wait. Yeah. Um, like now I'm not about that. I feel like Nintendo <laughs> Switch owners always always, always get the short end for stuff like that. I mean, that seems like something that should. Seems like you should prioritize the switch, though. I don't know. It seems like a switch kind of game. I definitely agree with that. Uh, to the degree of <clears throat> them having to somewhat develop two different versions uh, in certain cases, so you should kind of like make sure, like, okay, this has to be done this way. We have to make sure that's good before we send it out, because. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they knew that a lot of sales were going to come from the Switch platform. They should they should make sure that that's prioritized in a way. <clears throat> but I, and even though I'm not one for beam ups, uh I was interested in Streets of Rage because it was kind of like a front runner, right? It was a pioneer. 
Yeah, I know it's for uh, the franchise. Uh, the category. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, when I saw it first announced, I was like, Streets of Rage Four. They're still making games for that. Like that. That's definitely like an arcade game, right? I feel like that's starting in art yeah. in the arcade. Yeah, that game's super old, so I definitely didn't expect it. But apparently, it was a welcome addition to the Switch library, and we're glad that they're now making efforts that things like that don't uh, repeat themselves because it just shouldn't have happened, right? Yes, but sometimes, it, it, sometimes it's out of people's control, <clears throat> and we understand that. Yeah, another one is uh, what's that called? River River City. I know River City Girls is mm-hmm. the new one, but they had River City Rundown or something like that. That was another uh, classic one. I think oh, that was yeah. It. Pre- no, I, I believe Rage. Rundown came out after. After Streets of Rage? I don't even, I don't even know if that's the real, right title, but <laughs> River City Rage. Streets Rage's. of Rage 4, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that's the first version, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I think that's before <laughs> Streets of Rage 1. You're telling me it's that old? Yeah, it's 1989. I'm looking it up now. My word. Ancient. Practically at this point. (laughs) It was over 30 years ago. I hate how games can make me feel old. I'm a, you weren't alive then. (laughs) Exactly. Like I said 30 years ago and Moving on, uh, Nintendo wants to remind us that Splatoon 3 is still on the way. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I definitely had this on my radar, uh, but they embedded a tweet from Nintendo that said, whether you're basking in the sunny vibes or just trying to beat the heat, happy summer wishes from the Splatoon 3 team. And they provided some beautiful artwork uh, with some new hairstyles, of course. Uh that's great. Yeah, That's great. I I really uh, as someone who's never owned a Splatoon game, mm-hmm. I'm really uh, excited for it because I feel like I mean the story is cool. You can kind of jump in uh, Splatoon at any time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind I, I care about the story <laughs> about, but gotta get a Wii U. And gotta, gotta get <laughs> this Splatoon two game that never goes on sale. Or, well, it would not sell that one time. That that never like. Really lowers retail price. Like, dude, just give me Splatoon three. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> nah, you can get this first Splatoon. You can borrow my Wii U. Hey man, come on. Be <laughs> <laughs> um, same here. Uh, I was always interested in the story, but when I did finally have enough money for Splatoon two, uh, that's when they had the final Splatfest, quote unquote. Right. And I was like, oh, the online engagement is going to start dying down. And of course, it wasn't exactly major, but it was a significant amount, right? Yeah. For, for um, would you say um, online focused game, it's hard to come in at the end of like like three years after. For a game like Smash, I, I was okay. When I got Smash with you, it was like mm-hmm. Bayonetta was coming out. Uh, okay. First of all, this game is never going out of like mm-hmm. style as long as the as long as it's the latest Smash game. And second of all, mm-hmm. I just play locally. You can't really do that with Splatoon. So right. 
it ain't that's, the same. that's kind of that's kind of weird. I feel like there should be some sort of a Batch baby, like, <gasps> that'd be tough. Oh, that there was that was supposed to be a thing, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, because you were supposed to be able to connect two Wii U game pads right. to the Wii U, and that that never became a thing because obviously, like, wah, wah. They gave up. They gave up. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's extra corny. I need some uh, split series in my life. Yeah, they really should not have abandoned that. I think that actually would have helped pick up sales for it. I think it would have neared GameCube sales, might I add. Oof, <clears throat> Anyways, uh... <laughs> I think it. I think it definitely would have gotten over twenty million units, though. I don't even know how much I think so. No, I'm talking about the system. I know. I said that thing. Oh, 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 wow. Okay. So now we're going to move on to um, something that kind of ruffled my feathers. Um, People were actually, yeah, people were actually comparing uh, the Steam Deck to the Nintendo Switch. And what can you do when something looks like something else? What do you? Plays AAA games and has a <laughs> handheld uh, format. That's pretty much the same. But uh, Valve insisted that they're going after a different audience, and that was my that was at least my main argument for it. Yeah, but I I I don't see how people could possibly think that they're in the same space competing against each other directly. They don't serve the same audiences, and it's just not going to affect the same people. Like, well, I want to stream that, and I have a switch, so that's kind of where that connection comes from. I mean, it's not completely separate at all. Yeah, but you're not going to buy a Steam Deck over a Nintendo Switch because you're like, Steam Deck better switch, okay? <laughs> but Steam Deck can't offer what a Nintendo Switch offers in terms of experience it's just not the same thing a steam deck is more like a uh nvidia shield if anything (laughs) with controllers on the side exactly but just know uh it was basically an android tablet except a steam deck is basically like a windows tablet if you will i think it runs steam os technically but i see your point so what I said, I think it runs Steam OS. That's a different operating system, but I see your point. Oh, well, you can flash Windows onto it without contests. They kind of right. made that clear. So I guess that that was what was in my head at the time. Right. But <clears throat> I, 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 I just didn't I just didn't like that people were making that comparison, like, ooh, Nintendo's in trouble. They should have dropped that pro. You should have I mean, dropped the pro. I'm like, I mean, no. they should have dropped the pro, though. <laughs> uh, sure, but the point being, this isn't a Nintendo Switch Pro. It's yeah, literally it's a portable PC. <laughs> exactly, which is better than a Switch. But uh, Valve says, uh, we tried to make all the decisions really in Steam Deck that targeted that audience and that served the customers that were already having a good time interacting with the games that are on that platform, on our platform. That really was how we were making our decisions. 
we've ended up with a device that cosmetically shares some traits with the switch. Right. But that just was, it's kind of an artifact of how we've proceeded down the design direction. We're not stealing guys. I swear. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> we both have the same idea. And we, I mean, the right answer, of course, is going to seem like cheating. If you know, <laughs> we both get it. <laughs> yeah, I see what they're saying. I got you. Wink, wink. Now, that quote came from designer Greg Coomer. Okay. <laughs> Why did you laugh? I tried to hold it in. I can tell. That's what made it funny. Anyways, I'm, oh. not, I'm not 12 years old. So, yeah, Shut Greg up. Coomer. Shut uh, up. So, basically, they're saying, like, okay, so it does share similarity. <laughs> like, objectively speaking, it's cosmetically similar. Uh, mm -hmm. We're not that is because we're targeting uh like uh not necessarily a similar audience but we're going for like the the uh the ease of access the accessibility kind of thing that the switch has <laughs> and there's also like a hardcore element to it since it has these good specs i think exactly. i think it's really um consumer friendly what they've done I pre-ordered it, but we'll have to see how it actually is. I think there's this video I have queued up where it's like, uh, I got the I got the Steam Deck early. I had to watch that. That's really uh, something I need to tap into. Um, I definitely feel that from this, they were saying, well, of course, like uh, there are visual similarities to the system, but we're really like targeting those people that wanted the portable experience that already use our service and get them onto our device. True, true, true. I think it was just that simple. And uh, I would never blame a company for trying to make money. This is yeah, one of I those mean, good decisions. I mean, they say that, <laughs> but they're not just trying to like only have people who already use Steam by the Steam Deck. They obviously want new customers too. Oh, of course. I think... Uh, the but that comes later. Reflects that. Yeah, that comes later. Uh, I definitely feel that they would want the people that they not necessarily lost, but the people that could end up spending all of their time on their uh, platform, spend all of their time on their platform through a new form factor. And then they could make moves to go after other people. But I don't think they had that necessarily in priority uh, when they were first designing this. <laughs> I am very excited for this. So I, I really just wanted to come out already. I think it's December, right? Or that's what it, that's the area it drops. I'm not particularly sure in this uh, article doesn't really touch that, Pretty but sure it, it, like it is year. end of this year. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait, bro. <laughs> My Christmas is going to be looking nice. And program Pierre-Lou Griffon, uh, sorry if I said that wrong, reinforced how the focus was on enhancing player engagement with Valve's Steam library. Hmm. And the Valve co-founder, Gabe Newell, believes users will immediately know if the Steam Deck is right for them uh, or if they should stick with the Nintendo Switch from the moment they pick it up. <clears throat> and... Uh, the programmer said, so I think Nintendo does a great job targeting the audience they do with the content that they have. And that's going to be different. 
like when you pick this up, it feels much more like the ergonomics for somebody who's used to playing with an expensive game controller, right? Because it's bigger and it's bulkier than a Switch. And if we're right, that's the right trade-off to be making for the audience that we're going after. And I completely agree with that. Bro, what are y'all talking about, bro? I don't care about having a special controller. Bro, just use the, just use the PS3 controller. I don't care. Just, just use something comfy. <laughs> I'm not trying and, to get no Radeon XDH8750 <laughs> tectonics uh, 15 buttons on the front and back controller. Come on, bro. <laughs> just let me connect my PS4 controller to it. Let me connect my PS2 controller. Come on. And I believe this is Gabe saying, let me put it this way. If you're a gamer and you pick up a Switch and you pick up one of these, you're going to know which one is right for you, right? And you're going to know it within 10 seconds. 10 seconds? Gamers will know the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> I can Steve see them. does with Nintendo. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I could so see them making a campaign like that, and I, I would, I would, I would, I would just laugh it up. You know what? That's what they, that's what they would have said at E3. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, I think gamers will know uh, right away with the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Round of applause. <laughs> But they're not exactly wrong. I don't know about 10 seconds. I think he's just doing a little too much to sell it. But um, I mean, I, I definitely feel that once you once you pick it up and get it in your hands, get a feel for it, you know whether you actually want the system or not. Yeah, I like think when I, <laughs> I was I was very much mis mischaracterizing. I, I actually know what they're saying. They're not saying like ours is better for real gamers. They're 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 saying like okay, this is a this is a different. You, you they may look similar, but once you actually touch them, you'll see like the actual where it splits off and what makes it unique between the two of them. And you exactly, tell, like, this is for me, and this isn't. Exactly, but uh. Now moving on to a little indie news, uh, Ori's physical games are getting a new two-in-one release on Nintendo Switch, uh, and the collector's edition is also back. Taj will be quite happy about this one. Fellas, I love physical games. The only thing about it, I'm about to get Ori on Game Pass, so y'all are kind of late with that, but still, that's Yikes. really cool that's, that's, that's happening. That's one thing that I meant to touch on before moving on. Uh, just mention it for a bit. Um, I picked up uh, that Xbox One controller and I was immediately like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't like it. It's bulky. I haven't touched one of those in a while. Yeah, I don't like it. It's gross. The DualShock 4 isn't necessarily the best controller, but it's it definitely feels more at home. Yeah, I, I should. Well, I could play anything with that. Just about. I, I yeah. played this like a uh, platform fighter, uh, kind of smash like game with it. I was like, this isn't ideal, but this is playable. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, okay, yeah, I hate how clunky the triggers are. I don't like it. Oh, like the L2 and R. No, on uh, DualShock 4. Um, the L2 and R2 buttons, they. It's like a it's like a weird shortstop. Like I press it in like half an inch and it's pressed already. I'm like, 
Dude, I'm practically backed against a brick wall here. I, I freaking love the triggers. <laughs> I was playing Halo and uh, it felt really good, even though that's like illegal. <laughs> PS4 controller with Halo, but that yeah, was... that's definitely illegal. They're after yeah. you. They... <laughs> <laughs> that tracked me down as we sweep, but yeah, that was really horrible. I think you cut out. <laughs> I said they're tracing this call. Oh. Okay. Moving back on to uh, Ori here. Uh, physical game distributor, I am 8-bit. Wait, 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 wait. So we get physical game distributors. Right. Right. Instead of the actual, like, Okay, I'm having I'm having an issue here. Is this saying like this is where the game cards made, or are these the people that's actually paying for them to be put into a physical uh, sense like market? No, uh, yeah, like are these the people responsible for paying for the games being physical, or are these the people responsible for making the games physical? Like I'm, I'm making. Mm, that's interesting. Okay. Because I think the producers would be the ones uh, who pay for it. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I am Eight Bit has announced it will be releasing an Ori Double Pack for Nintendo Switch with the help of Moon Studios, Xbox Game Studios, and global distribution partner uh-huh. Skybound Games. They needed the whole squad for that. Jeez. <laughs> they, needed the, they needed the dudes who made Walking Dead season four. <laughs> Skybound Games. Don't they got enough? <laughs> All right. That's a great gift, though. Like a double pack for Ori. That's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm mad I haven't. Wait. I was going to say, I'm mad I haven't played them because then the gift would. That's stupid. Why <laughs> 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 This physical release contains Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Yes, sir. This two-in-one release, officially titled Ori the Collection, can be pre-ordered soon for $49.99 USD from the IM 8-bit website and retailers worldwide. It'll be released on October 12th and will include both games on a single cartridge. Game card, according to the official PR. Wow, what the a same terrible re- missed opportunity there. Yeah, but those game cards are not cheap. Uh, no, 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 you don't understand. <clears throat> what do you mean? The story of Ori. That should have been the title. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been Ori the collection. No. Come on, bro. You do what you 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 do, you do the assignment. Okay, but what if they do a third game and then call it the story? Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. It depends on how the second okay. is. Like, if, <laughs> if the second one is like, ooh, we don't know, <laughs> then they make the, the third one is Ori the story. The story of Ori. <laughs> <laughs> the same release also comes with two digital soundtracks and six collectible art cards. Hmm. Digital soundtracks. Now, Taj did tell me that the music in that game is beautiful, so that would be a nice uh, bonus. Oh, yeah. According <laughs> to Rivals of Aether, like, that joint bang. 
Alongside this, I Am 8-Bit has also announced a re-release of Ori's Collector's Edition. This includes both games separately, along with a variety of collectible items, including a majestic stained glass style art piece. Oh, shut up! (laughs) Pre-orders for this are also now live for $149.99 USD. I think that's fair. I don't. What'd you say? One forty nine ninety nine USD for a, for a steelbook case in the in the cup. <laughs> Is that what I heard? A stainless steel glass, a stained glass style art piece. Uh, <clears throat> oh no, it's not even real stained glass. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Oh come on! Bro. But it did set a, a variety of collectible items, uh, so I'm not sure what those are. Nintendo Life didn't go into detail on that, but um, I did. I do say it's at least worth a hundred dollars. Yeah, when did we get sponsored by Nintendo Life, bro? Bro, I think <laughs> they get sponsors. I don't know. I mean, they get a right job. <laughs> Two sponsors anyway, so that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, they are British, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now for the rest of our update segment, we're going to go over Pokemon. And we're going to start off actually with uh, Pokemon Snap. And I, I know. Uh, new Pokemon Snap is getting more areas and Pokemon in a free update. And the new content dropped uh, the first week of August. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, I thought that was nice because I was like, if they just drop this game and leave it, I'm like, this is literally the worst thing you guys could have done. Because I already don't like games like this. There's no way you're going to get me to pay $60 for this. Take pictures of Pokemon. What? I could do that on Pokemon Go for free, literally. Come on now. (laughs) In real life. In real life, mind you. Um, our other updates, however, uh, well, at least this one uh, is from Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. A special por- uh, Porygon Z will be given to players next week, which was the first week of August. And I knew there was something I was forgetting. Uh, the fact that... Uh, I forgot to boot it up. So I'm hoping this is something that they just send to your box and not have to put in a code. I don't see that you have to put in a code. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully it's still redeemable because I've I've been wanting a Porygon Z. <clears throat> don't watch that episode though if you have epilepsy. Oh man. Come on now. Just put you it gotta in bring up old stuff, though. Yeah, I mean, they're like, uh, they don't know. Okay, and the Pokemon Unite updates now. <clears throat> they have uh, added new characters. I believe they've added Blastoise this week, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I haven't played. I haven't played. This is the Blastoise uh, patch, but that patch, <laughs> I'm glad they. <laughs> I'm glad they added. Him. He he was in the tutorial, bro. I'm pretty sure he was in the tutorial, but you couldn't play him. That's, that's what? Yeah. Oh come on now. Uh, so they added Gardevoir 
uh, a while back, and they say that Charizard got nerfed. Is that true? Charizard got nerfed. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that. I know uh, Gengar got nerfed, and I believe Zora Aura, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. about Charizard. I I know Charizard players uh, very very hype about that character, so so I feel like I would have heard it, but it's possible I I missed it. Okay, you said Zero Aura and Gengar. Okay, yeah, yeah. they're busted. <laughs> they need more nerfs. <laughs> okay, so um, Nintendo went pretty bold on this one, and they put out a survey asking which parts of the game frustrate you. Oh, for Unite? <clears throat> yes, there's an embedded tweet from July 25th from oh, the okay. official Pokemon Unite Twitter at Is Pokemon that, um... <clears throat> Asking, how's your experience been on Aos Island, trainers? Let us know your thoughts and feedback by filling out this survey and help us make continued improvements. Okay, I should have known that they didn't put it like that. Nintendo Life, you're a hoot and a half. Okay, so no, but they had a point. They said which parts are annoying, all of them. Is there an option for that? <laughs> is there an option for everything in the game? Is on the day before the game launched, uh, Nintendo Life actually ran a poll of their own oh. <clears throat> to see how many were interested in trying it on Switch. At the time of writing, the majority of respondents have said that they are going to try it with 51% of voters putting that down to being interested in the yeah. idea of a Pokemon MOBA. Yeah, I mean, that game is great for the price. Um, I, I, I definitely am glad that this was my first foray into a MOBA because I was not a fan of the original formatting. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Pokemon Unite, it, it takes me to be in a certain mood and I would have to play with others that I know in order to actually get into it. It's just right. not a very appealing uh, thing for me. It, yeah. What What are your uh, least favorite <laughs> uh, mobas in general? And then I'll go. Um, I mean, for one, the camera angle. I'm I'm not a fan of top down like really? at all. You'd yeah, like smite probably top down. And on top of that, uh, you add in that there's a lot of people moving around. Definitely not too much of a fan of that. But that's that's a benefit of Pokemon Unite, right? Uh, you have these pretty much uh, stationed, immobile uh, units that you beat up for, like, Aos Energy. Yeah. And you have the other players. And there's, like, what, 11 other players or something like that? Uh, so there's there's four on each team. Oh, there's four on each. Okay. Actually, I I could be wrong. I think there's five. So that's yeah, ten in, ten in total. So nine yeah. other players. Yeah. So there's nine other players there, and then you have um that special like legendary that usually comes in and help uh shake things up in the middle of the match. It's not too much going on in Pokemon Unite. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. It so sounds like you're describing a <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the point, right? No. So, um, what do you mean? No, you said I don't like MOBAs, but I like Pokemon Unite. I don't like rap, but I like Eminem. <laughs> no, he... what I was saying was Pokemon Unite is different from the other MOBAs for these reasons. 
But, you okay, asked so me you what said, I like about Pokemon Unite, right? What made Pokemon yes. Unite different? Yeah. So, so no. So, what I'm saying is, all MOBAs have this uh, thing where there's like a stationary thing that you have to get past. They have this uh, this tower that you have to get past. So you have to bring the minions along with you. Uh, I guess that's one thing it doesn't have though, the minions. Uh, but they have a, a big thing <laughs> that that you need to conquer. And destroy, and they have a a base at the end where if you beat this, you win. There, there are a lot of aspects that Pokemon Unite does well, like the timer being a lot shorter. That that's my main thing. I don't like. Mm-hmm. It takes like thirty minutes for for if you're lucky for another MOBA. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Pokemon Unite, I'm pretty sure it's a, isn't the timer like. 10 to 20 minutes. I know it's somewhere in that area. It might yeah, just 10, 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. It's so crisp. Like, for, for a game like that, you get the options, you get your uh, moves leveled up, and you grind a little bit, it's over. What I don't like is Zapdos, because Zapdos is so stupid, and if you get that, you basically win, no matter what the score was before that. And that is very uh, lopsided. But other than that, it's pretty fun. And take out the pay to win stuff. That's stupid. Okay. Um, you you're doing a little crackling over there, but it, it was oh. almost taking me out there. Oh no. Nah, um, but yeah, um I and see that was one thing that I didn't even know was a thing about MOBAs. I didn't know there was a timer. I just thought like you get to the other side and you conquer. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know there was a timer. Uh, even even then, uh, ten minutes for one match feels a bit long, but that was because I wasn't able to like get into the game really. So I'm not gonna put that against them. But I do feel like ten minutes is a good um, <clears throat> is a good set time for uh, a game like that because I want to be into it, but I don't want to feel like I'm carrying out a chore. Right. That's and what you just told me about other MOBAs, I would never in my life <laughs> even think about touching them. <laughs> Wait, it's, why? It's, because it would take too long. 30 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. My yeah. man, I want to I wanna watch 30 Rock at that point. <laughs> <laughs> 30 Rock isn't even that long because there's no commercials, you know. Exactly. See? That's, that's disgusting. I played it 10 minutes. And then watch watch for the other twenty. But <laughs> bottom line, uh, I don't really have an opinion on Pokemon Unite right now because I've only played like what five matches. So it does seem very fun, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Hope more into it soon. I'm a pretty big fan, if only because it has a lot of potential. And other than that, it's just really fun right now. <laughs> It's just well, a lot of things here. wrong with it too. So it's kind of like a love-hate relationship. Just like with Nintendo in general, bro. Oh, well, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but that's any um that's pretty much anything, right? Nope. Just oh, Nintendo. well, look. <laughs> um 
So as we left uh, the mini updates, we have a few leaks, uh, all of them being from the Giga League. But moving on here, uh, Nintendo League reveals scrapped Wii games, including a Metroid title from Intelligent Systems. I wonder what that would have looked like. Uh, Astro. Yes. In your opinion, what? How? How do you feel that? How do you feel Intelligent Systems is like as a company? What do you Bad. think they would have brought different? Oh. Okay. <laughs> what, <is that>? uh, <laughs> what do you feel they would have brought differently to the Metroid series? And it's okay if you don't know much about Metroid at all. But like, what do you think Intelligent Systems could bring that others may not? A better story. <laughs> I don't oh, think they really? write their own stories. Wait, no. Who who wrote the Three Houses story? Because whoever wrote that wrote a better story than Intelligence Systems ever, ever did. Because I don't think it was Intelligence Systems. That sucks, actually. Who wrote the story for? It? So it's not a better story because uh, their stories are okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have like the most. Uh, Except for like, I guess games I haven't played, like Path of Rays, I hear has a really good one. They have the mm -hmm. most standard, uh, pretty good stories. Five or seven <laughs> is, is like their best one that I play. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's pretty up there. Five or six is as a, as a prequel type of thing. It's like eh. for yeah. the ones that uh, don't count. Do you mind giving the names for those? Oh my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fire Emblem 7 doesn't have a name officially in, in America. It's just called Fire Emblem. Uh, but it's Blazing Sword, if you were to translate it. Fire Emblem 6 is Roy's game. It's Binding Blade. Awakening, I really loved, uh, but its story is pretty good <laughs> at best. Now, uh, I, I don't think they could they could really redefine the the lore of Metroid or anything. But as far as the <laughs> goes, I don't know. Maybe make it more <laughs> stat based. That'd be cool. Have an RPG Metroid. I can't really think of what, how they would approach a, a shooter though. I have no precedent for that. But yeah, my, okay, my, fair guess would, my guess would be add RPG elements to Metroid, which I have no idea how that would uh, play. Well, let's see what Nintendo Life provides us with here. Shared in an ever-growing thread by Reset Era user Mondo Mega, here are the reported canceled Wii projects and other interesting t little tidbits so far. Okay. I'm being tested uh, on my answer, bro. Like, like I know there was a, a, a rubric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tennis for Wii. Guess this was folded into Wii Sports. Well, yeah, no kidding. Excite Truck. Uh, Excite Truck. I'm sorry. Excite Truck is known as world's toughest race. <laughs> Dude, calm down. Now, Excite Bike and Excite Truck are like kind of godlike, but not for those reasons. They're not like Forza. <laughs> Note: Say a racing game that looks like a four-wheel drive truck version of Excite Bike. With realistically oriented graphics. Ooh. How's so it so realistic with this? Yeah. Come Pro ATV Off-Road Fury got the best of them, bro. It was literally legendary status for off-roading uh, racing. <laughs> best franchise ever. Sony, if you want me to buy a PlayStation, 
you've got to bring that back, and I know they won't. So this is this is his niche. Like this, <laughs> this is the thing you don't hear people talking about that he's really gonna vouch for. Dude, I mean, it was so cool doing the different tricks when you were up in the air for those three seconds, and you thought you had <laughs> enough time to do one of the hardest tricks in the game, and then you just fall off to the side. Yo, these, guys, these guys made fun of me for like Tony Hawk, bro. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Project Hammer is listed as Hammerman. Notes say aiming to create a Dynasty Warriors type game that will sell in North America. Let me tell you, Hammerman mm-hmm. would not have sold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Right now. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> a Musou game with a man with a hammer Dude. as a weapon, and you call it Hammer Man. You cannot be more straightforward than that. But uh, taking uh, putting seriousness into this one, I think I saw this video on one of those archive channels. Dang it, I can't remember the name of it. But uh, if I find it. Uh, I'll tell you the name of it because it's really interesting because they archive uh, rare videos from like old expos, especially like E3 back when there wasn't so much inside coverage on that stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I saw it during one of those demos. That was a game that uh, Nintendo was putting uh, a lot of their time into. And it did look quite promising. I forgot what went wrong with it, though. But um, I know I was going to buy it if it ever became a thing. I hate that it didn't. Um, crap, I cannot find the channel. But yeah, okay, here it is. Neo Gamer, the video game archive. Please, if you care about gaming history, you guys should check out the channel. It's really good. Yes. But um, yeah, they canned that game after like a year. I forget what went wrong, but it was a good video. Uh, Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn is just called Fire Emblem GC2. Note says the direction is to increase the movie portion, which was well received by users in the GameCube version. How did they know that? Were they tracking us on GameCube? Dang, bro. I been well connected by GameCube to the internet and play Sonic Riders online. <laughs> <laughs> when nobody's touching me in the leaderboards. <laughs> no, I'm playing it. Um, Sphere, unreleased in space game. What is in space? I gotta look that up. Female spy infiltration action. Metal Gear like switching between multiple remote cameras. <gasps> Shut your face. Hmm. Okay, that sounds interesting. Metroid developed by Intelligent Systems. Note says release sometime after Metroid Prime. Oh, that's a lot of information. I thought we were going to get somewhere. Okay, well, actually, our last leak story is actually on this one. Project X by Retro Studios. The action game featuring the Sheik from Zelda or Ocarina of Time. <coughs> yeah, that would have been cool. 
Super Smash Bros. Brawl is listed as Project Sora, developed by HAL and Game Arts. Who is Game Arts? What is Game Arts? Sword fighting theme, developed by Yisk? No idea what game this is. What, what? I never know how to say that. It's a capital Y with an apostrophe after it. Lowercase s, capital K. Do I say it? Y-S-K. That's what I say. Whisk? I think there is like a, a weird... Uh, Ice? Unexpected pronunciation, but I would just say Y-S-K, bro. Mario Strikers Charged, called Super Mario Strikers 2, was intentionally aiming for an EU launch first and was aiming to be a launch title, which it missed, obviously. I still have to play those games, bro. I really like... You're crackling up bad over there. I missed what you said. Okay, so you can't hear me at all. Yeah, I got you now, but what were you saying? Okay, so I was really wanting to play those games. Like, uh, I'm really into the concept of the concept of what the concept of Mario Strikers. Okay, um, I believe they eventually did a version with the Wii Motion Plus, but I was gonna say it does make sense that they were going to make it uh release in the EU first. Well, obviously, that makes sense. Why that? It's not obvious to me. Because Mario Strikers is a football game. <laughs> Come on, bro. I said it. Is it? Is it? Is it? I said, it's just. It, I thought they had multiple sports games. And I think that sports mix is that something. You are definitely thinking of sports mix. What? What? Oh no, nah, bro! I had to look this up. Man. I they're the same game, bro. No, no cap. They're not. <laughs> um. Okay, that's practically it for that. But um, that's interesting. And they also mentioned Tangle RPG, which was supposed to be on DS. Hmm. But remember, that was supposed to be like a horror game. I really wanted that, dude. About six. I wanted to see what it was like. Uh, and here's our last leak story. Retro's canceled Zelda game starring Sheik resurfaces in Nintendo Giga Leak. Retro's game starring who? Remember the Project X thing we were talking about? Oh. Sheik uh, game. <clears throat> okay, let's see here. It was supposedly an action JRPG game that was going to star Sheik and would have been a story set within the bad ending of The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Exploring the journey of the last Sheikah while Dark Gerudo were giving their 100-year birth to Ganon. Sound kind of creepy. At the time, former Retro Studios artist Sammy Hall shared pre-production artwork of this supposedly canceled project around the time of the Wii era. Now, in a bit of an update, last year's GigaLeak <clears throat> has pulled through with a new Nintendo document that seemingly reinforces the existence of this project. Here's the translation, courtesy of Source Gaming, Editor-in-Chief. Okay. Um, let's see here. 
It says Retro Studio in Katakana there, so I'm pretty sure that is exactly what it is. Okay. Um, that wasn't much. Speaking to IGN last May, Hall mentioned how he didn't think Nintendo had been had seen much of the concept artwork for the Sheik Zelda game and said the project was canceled the minute the now ex-retro leads Mark Pacini, Pacini, Todd Keller, and Keenan Pearson left the studio. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, <clears throat> it sounds like a Nintendo thing to do, um, or, or at least at the time. Uh, it was too experimental with one of their most lucrative IPs. They got a bit spooked. They weren't so going corny, for it. Bro. <laughs> Can't do anything outside of your cookie cutter. <laughs> Same Uh-oh. thing you've been doing. Come on. Uh-oh. <laughs> um this now we're moving on to rumors and I want to specify that on Nintendo wait wait no on NF reviews I'm sorry I forgot the name of my own show on NF reviews we do not mix leaks with rumors and we don't negotiate with terrorists that is absolutely correct uh rumors are not leaks leaks are confirmed uh information rumors are just that with no official source being able to confirm anything with that said uh this connected to an earlier story about the eShop on the previous generation of consoles uh nintendo to end submissions for new wii u and 3ds 3ds eShop games effective from the 1st of April, 2022. So YouTube channel Impact Game Station has supposedly, supposedly, okay, received a message from someone about Nintendo's European branch ceasing the acceptance of submissions for new eShop games by early next year. So if true, uh, this would be affecting Europe essentially. Um, this follows on Nintendo announcing earlier this week it would be removing credit card support from the 3DS and Wii U eShops in Japan as of next January. This has already happened in regions like Europe and Australia. Okay, I thought that story sounded familiar. Yeah, that's already happened in Australia. I didn't know it happened with Europe, though. Oh. And as we all know, Australia is... (laughs) I was about to I was about to make a joke about I can barely remember that it's in Oceania. Oh wow. Okay. That's a um, Look it up. It is. I ha- I have to convince people a bit too often that uh that's a thing. Um we'll av- we'll address the controversy at the end. Um Animal Crossing data mines suggest popular Hangout could still return. Now, I never heard about this, so let's go over this. <clears throat> data mining over on dodocodes.com has highlighted code and event references that have renewed hopes of Brewster appearing in a future update. Oh, that's who that is, eh? Okay. It's kind of like a little cu- uh, club runner, uh, pub runner. Since picked up and summarized by Animal Crossing World, 
The roost still apparently has a chance of being added to the latest Switch entry in some way or form. News about the cafe's possible return was originally last uh, reported last year in the latest game updates, version 1.10 and 1.11, supposedly contain even more evidence about it being added to the museum section? Hey, man. How are we going to put a cafe in a museum? That, what? It's already got a downstairs, a back room, a left and right. You're going to put it upstairs? I don't think Blathers would be too happy about that. <laughs> Wait, where's the museum is upstairs? I'm, I'm rocking with that. No, I'm saying like it sounds like they're going to put the cafe in the museum upstairs because where else would they put it? <clears throat> I don't like that actually. Yeah. Um. Sorry, guys. I'm chewing on a bit of pizza here. Oh, uh, first pizza. of all, <laughs> sure. Find me first. First of all, a camera parameter change was made to the code reference IDR Museum Cafe. <clears throat> this follows additions to the previous version update where new camera settings for IDR Museum Cafe were spotted as well as a new reference to a third type of museum entrance. Oh, come on! Huh? Do they mean you can enter the museum two different ways? Is that... <laughs> How is there a third type of museum entrance? I don't understand. What you mean? You can you can only enter the museum through the double doors. I may be mis misunderstanding what they're saying here. Another change spotted in version 1.10 was adjustments to the museum level event flow query that essentially made space for a new value to be handled, one that would likely represent a new version of the museum building. Possibly with a cafe. Why not just make it a separate locale? We have the room. Mm -hmm. Personally, I would want it to be a separate thing anyway. But if you are going to attach it to something, why not attach it to uh, the tailor shop? One of the shopping centers. It just kind of makes sense to me. Right. But anyway, back to version 1.11, though, more progress has been found on that museum-level finding. A very curious... Okay, I'm not reading all that out. Uh, <clears throat> a cafe flag is now associated and seen in the event flow for building the museum. Of course, this isn't actually used in any way. <clears throat> While the code does seem to contain a lot of references to a museum cafe as usual there are no guarantees associated with data mines like this one exactly like it it's very much planned and being developed but that does not mean it's coming um i think that would be a nice hangout spot of course i feel like they're going to try and make that uh an online thing, which I would support because obviously being in a cafe is a social sort of thing. So that would make sense. But then it just goes back to, okay, we're just going to like 
chat through the voice thing, right? Because I think Animal Crossing is one of those that has like in-app activity on the Nintendo Switch Online app on mobile devices without a voice chat feature. Oh, uh, hmm? so you say they have stuff you can do on the app, but but no voice chat. Right. <clears throat> That's lame. What? Are you serious? Oh, for sure. For sure. It's very lame. But I think I think that would be what would bring that about. Um Rumor, Metroid Prime Trilogy for Switch ready to go, according to Industry Insider. It makes sense. And the subtitle here says Nintendo is just waiting for the right time. Dude, I hate Nintendo. (laughs) No, I mean, it obviously makes sense. Why would you drop the Metroid Prime Trilogy with nothing for it to build up to? It wouldn't make sense if you dropped the trilogy... And then, like half a year after that, Metroid Prime Four, boom, bro, or even sooner, just drop something. Like y'all are so yeah. late, bro. We're anything. getting Metroid Dread. What's good? When does that come out? October. Over. That's a TV book. <laughs> I don't want to play that. Oh, like it's I don't, Metroid. Like we're like five years behind <laughs> in terms of Metroid. Like just. Just, you should have been dropped trilogy. What do you mean? What do you mean it's already ready? Uh, a lot of publishers and developers actually have games ready to go right now, but you need but that's a, a proper release. <laughs> I understand, but I'm saying like you need a proper release schedule. You have to plan this accordingly. If you just randomly drop the trilogy, people are actually going to be expecting the Prime 4 release to be imminent. And then it just doesn't. And it's like, okay, screw you. And then you have a uh, lost um, interest ship, as I like to call it. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but Atlas readily dropped Persona 4 and it broke Steam because it's a good game. So uh, Nintendo Dookie up top. Uh, of course they did that because it's not like they planned on dropping Persona 6 anytime soon on top of them um, having a lot to do with Persona 5 right now. They're still doing a lot for that part of the franchise. So Yeah, but that was Persona 4. Yeah, I just said that. So you said why not Persona just 5. drop it? But why not just drop Persona 4? Like that, that has nothing to do with what they're doing right now. Exactly. Okay. But um, (laughs) I'm sorry, and I know I know that's gonna uh, get at people uh, listening to this too. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but I'm not gonna read any of the quote stuff. But it literally makes sense to be like, okay, we're giving you one, two, three. Look out for four in four months. Boom. Perfect way to release the game. I don't like that it. hype built up. It's not gonna, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to finish those three games in a quick amount of time. No. But there does need to be a suitable amount of time between you releasing it and then releasing the brand new game. Do not release the trilogy and then we don't get four for like another year. I'm Why not? Gonna, 
I'm gonna hate you. If I'm a super fan of Metroid, I'm gonna finish the trilogy in no less than, I mean, in no more than three months. And now I'm just sitting here waiting on Metroid Prime 4 for almost a whole nother year. Dude, you have three days. <laughs> Why are you so, so ready to play the one? I because you said they're remakes. I want stuff. What do you mean? Just play, just play them again. Oh, come on now. Okay. Well, uh, we're now getting to the uh, messy financial part of the rumors. Can we skip this? Um, <clears throat> no. Very important topic discussion. Okay. Um, the Nintendo Switch OLED upgrades reportedly only cost Nintendo around $10 more per unit. So people were up games because they had the they they were bold enough to go for it. How did they Bloomberg were claiming that Nintendo was making major profit off of the OLED model by only charging fifty dollars more uh, for the system while they only had to put in ten more dollars than usual. I thought this would cost less to make. What? <laughs> no. Y'all, the Switch been out for like four years. You can't make a cheaper one? That's crazy. Cheaper to manufacture. I mean, I mean. I mean you have to think about they're, they're upping the... Uh, they're upping the... Uh, what are they upping? <laughs> Nothing. The ROM. They're upping the internal storage. They made the screen size bigger. So when you do stuff like that, you usually have to, I, I, I'm not even going to say usually, I'm not in business, but I feel that you would have to uh, pay extra because you're changing up how that, uh, how that process is being done on the manufacturing line. So now they've got to make these bigger screens. Um, like I said, bigger internal storage and the dock which they were trying to avoid cost uh, hikes on, now has an included uh, land port. And that definitely wasn't cheap for them. Oh, man, that's going to cost at least a dollar. <laughs> you playing now. Uh, so that amongst many other revisions, um, I imagine it cost them at least... Just throwing a crazy number out there because I again I don't know. I imagine that at least cost them like twenty two more dollars. Sure, why not? But again, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. Um, because I imagine like the land port alone would have probably cost them fifteen dollars. That's just me being real. I don't think that's that stuff is cheap at all. Yeah, but. <clears throat> Um, now we're going to move on from the rumors and get into some rather random topics, actually. And we're starting off with an indie here. Yeah. Uh, Spindle is a Zelda-like game where you play the role of death and a pig. Um, you, you play the, excuse me? Yep, you play the role of death and a pig. Yes, a pig as a companion. 
You're in search okay. of the reason why nobody in this world can die anymore. Ooh, Free the cool. world from chaos before it's too late. You'll explore classic puzzle dungeons, so search for your lost abilities, fight tricky bosses, and best of all, the pig is playable too. Oh, it's co-op! <gasps> oh, okay. Oh. What the heck? What the hell do you do with the pig? Dude, so look. Um, still on Kickstarter because that's where it started. I'm not sure if the oh. Kickstarter is still going. But uh, I'm guessing this game is a few months off. But yeah, I would definitely support this if I had the money because I, I like trailer. stuff like this. Yeah, the trailer is definitely on Nintendo Life's uh website but you can just look up spindle kickstarter and the trailer should come up on youtube.com <clears throat> you know how people are with their uh wild speculations people uh, peeped the nintendo switch in the inside xbox presentation and they were like oh my god x cloud is coming to switch oh my god what's what's x cloud x cloud is oh pardon me uh, the superior version of PlayStation now. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. <clears throat> Streaming and stuff. But uh, Phil Spencer was simply saying that uh, his Switch was a gift from Nintendo. Obviously. There's definitely nothing coming to Nintendo's Switch. He just, he just had a Switch sitting there. Yeah, we can't have anything cool. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it just he, he kind of set himself up for speculation by thinking his house being normal while he's uh, talking about stuff wasn't going to lead to crazy fans speculating stuff. Not saying you guys are crazy or everyone else is crazy. It I, just gets a little out of hand. Okay. It just gets a little out of hand sometimes when you're speculating on things and then they deny it and then you refuse to believe it. Like, come on, grow up. Uh, Phil yeah. says the Switch was a gift from Nintendo. Doug Bowser and the team, they're obviously right up the hill from us. Look at that. We're both in Redmond, Washington, and it was a gift from them. I have another one that I used to play at home, but that was one that they gave me early on when it launched. So that's what that's from. So basically, they gave him an updated model, also the one that he could not hack. Not saying Phil hacked his. Uh, <clears throat> overall um they're neighbors obviously they care for one another okay they were like hey I have one of these hunky dory things and he was like thank you Boom. i feel like if you were going to make a speculation about something being uh added uh from from microsoft to the switch Wait, xCloud is a Microsoft, is it? Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, it is? Okay. If you're, if you're going to uh, make speculation, I don't think it'd be xCloud. <laughs> I mean, it could work on the Switch, don't get me wrong, but like, is that what you think of when you think of Microsoft? <laughs> I don't Well, they I just... were saying, uh, what else could you do with it? Plus, there were, like, early on uh, <clears throat> theories about it because Phil making it clear that they wanted to put xCloud on every platform that they could and not just mobile. So okay, okay. Uh, I believe, I do believe at one point that there were uh, talks with Nintendo about it, 
especially since the Apple versus uh, Apple and Google versus Epic case uh, went to court. Some of the documents were public, and that was one of those things that were gone over by some people that were very attentive to the documents. But <clears throat> I kind of see it. There. Yeah. Um, but someone brought up a good counter argument by saying Nintendo probably did not go through with that because they probably wanted to come up with their own solution to cloud gaming. Uh, you can't do anything. Why are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, however, I, I tried to play that control uh, streaming software. I know uh, you, you know did. how you. You know how you can uh, play some games uh, over the cloud with uh, the Switch, right? Oh, oh, look, man. Our hardware right. handle these games. Just play it on the cloud, bro. I just, right. just want to be able to say controllers on the Switch, please. <laughs> I tried that joint, bro, man. I had to connect my USB LAN adapter to my Switch because it's not... <laughs> <laughs> it in, unless I pay $50. So I... I did that. The thing still can't run. And then it, it, when it does, it don't look as good as on any other console. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Get together. Y'all, y'all, y'all aren't that guy. You're not that guy. Oh, well. Um, as I was saying though, they may be coming up with their own solution, but that doesn't seem to be uh in the cards as of right now. <clears throat> Nothing really developing. Give it another four years, bro. We could do it, I promise. Um, I probably should have ended on that one, but here's this one that I thought was really funny, actually. Uh, an eager 3DS Street Pass fan spent a day in New York and got zero hits. So this really, this here really proves that, uh, yeah, the 3DS community has died down a significant amount. Bro, you said New York? Oh, you're gone. <laughs> Bro, nobody want him for real. <laughs> I'm crying. That's tough, though. I would have pulled up, bro, had I known. Had I known. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, but that was that was kind of like leaning into the argument of Nintendo is somewhat uh, understandable in shutting down the eShop servers slowly, anyway, for yeah. the platform. Because yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna get those games another way. <laughs> so moving on from the random news, as that's practically the end of that. Uh, <clears throat> We're now going to move into some third-party uh, oh, topics. Here. We could talk about a good company instead. Uh, we're first going to start off with Sonic. <clears throat> Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Team Sonic Racing 30th Anniversary Anniversary Edition surfaced online in early July <clears throat> and there's apparently some even some box art here uh, there's a Sonic 30th art book included 
with this version of Team Sonic Racing. So, uh, TSR fans uh, probably want to jump in on that, you know. Is it too late to get, get into that game? I doubt it. I don't cool. think there really is a too late. Yeah. I just ended up choosing the other Cart two. Racers. Yeah. Um, kind of regret it because none of y'all are really into Crash Bandicoot like that. That's true, but I'm not opposed to Crash Racing. I probably probably would rather go for a Diddy Call Racing if I had the option. But I try. I try. I have played Crash Racing with you, though. Yeah, you have. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was like once or twice, right? I don't mess with battle mode like that, though. I'd rather just race. The battle mode is funny to me. (laughs) It's hard to manage. I'm already bad at Mario Kart. Okay. um, Here's a bit of a bummer one. Sonic Colors Ultimate Switch trailer. Removes the 60 FPS perk of the original video. Oh, just the uh, just the opening. Wait, what are you trying to say here? Don't don't um, hurt me. Seemingly from that video, uh, there will no longer be a 60 frames per second option for the Nintendo Switch version for the game at all. It certainly seems like a very deliberate edit putting Nintendo Life here, suggesting it may be a 30 frames per second experience for us on Switch. We'll keep oh, yeah, an eye y'all. out suggestion otherwise. Y'all really can't catch a break. <laughs> I'm not even happy to, to to trash talk this. That's upsetting. I'm really upset about that. <laughs> that's the one thing I would have gotten on the Switch. Like Out of all the games I'm interested in, like... Um, all the upcoming summer games or the, the last few summer games coming out right now. I, I got most of them. I got Neo, The World Ends With You. I got Guilty mm-hmm. Gear. I wanted Sonic Colors, but it's it's, it's rough. I, I think that game is coming out in the fall, but you, you, you hit my point. <laughs> Which game now? Uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate. <laughs> uh, no. It's coming next month, uh, next week. Oh, it is? Wait, for real? Oh. It's coming next Tuesday, but if you oh. purchase the digital deluxe edition, you'll have it by this Friday. That is uh, This okay. Friday being uh, September 3rd, and next Tuesday being September 7th. Okay. <clears throat> I, I am very excited. I'm going to look into this. Uh, they say it seems deliberate, but I need to know more. I'm, I, I'm going to check the Sonic Reddit. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Oh, like, man, I, don't I, do I'm, that. I'm genuinely excited for Sonic Colors. This is the best okay. Sonic game. Well, whatever you do, do not check the Sonic Discord. I guarantee <laughs> you, you'll hate yourself forever. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Whatever it takes. Oh, it doesn't take that. You don't want to do that to yourself. Um, moving on, <clears throat> Takashi Izuka admits the Sonic 2022 reveal was probably a bit too early. And there was controversy about this uh, article title. Like, But I say that was kind of accurate to what he was saying. Like the movie or what? The Sonic No, the game. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. 
So the quotes here say, uh, we haven't announced a brand new action game for the Sonic series since Sonic Forces, and that caused fans to worry. While it was a bit premature, I wanted to at least take the occasion of the 30th anniversary to announce that a brand new title was in development. You know what I want, bro? Uh, I want want the Sonic team to have a redemption arc. Like, Sonic Mania, Sonic Colors Ultimate, like, just go go for a three-peat, please. (laughs) Yo, I'm willing to back that. Just give get give it get a better track record, get a better reputation. And like I don't I don't want them to be like, Yeah, guys, we know we made another bad one. We'll try <laughs> <laughs> we'll try harder next time. I feel bad, bro. Like y'all just mentioning Sonic Forces, they had to put so many disclaimers. Like, yeah, I mean Sonic Forces wasn't great, but you know, we're really <laughs> How long have y'all been saying that, bro? <laughs> I think uh, I was gonna. I was gonna. Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say they could go for a three peat if you count Sonic Mania Plus nope. as a separate release, nope. and then go with Sonic Colors Ultimate, and then this one. Because Sonic Forces did come after Sonic Mania, so that's what I was thinking. I was kind of trying to like give them something, but like, no, yeah. like, that doesn't even count. But I mean, Sonic Mania Plus did have a physical release, so yeah. it just depends on who you talk to, I guess. I, I, that was the first Switch game I bought, bro. Sonic Mania Plus. You were there. like, I I really wanted a. a, a multiplayer game on, the, on your switch i was like bro i was i don't have a switch but i'm gonna put down these 15 dollars for, for <laughs> yeah um i'm still stuck on the what is it mech zone uh yeah. whatever that one is with metal sonic i cannot get past zone two uh well act two because I don't know how to progress through that part where he's tearing through the road. I've just never played that game after that. I was so pissed. I don't know how to deal with that. I think that's based off Sonic CD. I don't care what it's based off of. I want it to be easy. (laughs) That is really hard. It it took me some time. I think I know which one you're talking about. It took me like a few rage quits to get through that. but It it took me five to realize <laughs> what are you gonna say? That it took me five to realize no. Oh, true. In a follow-up question, Izuka was asked about the meaning behind the symbol at the end of the video. And if you've been trying to make sense of it through the power of deduction, you're unlikely to work it out. As he said, it is something symbolic that appears in the game, but the meaning is still a secret. However, I will say that it's not something one would figure out through deduction. We'll eventually share more details, so please wait a little longer. <laughs> yeah, because people were trying to uh, get the name out of this because they oh. thought it was called uh, Sonic Zap. Because uh, you kind of look at the symbolism in a way, and it looks like you got the letter Z A P there. Bro, y'all need to get a G O B. What are y'all doing, bro? Stop Tell looking at that shirt. Whoa. <laughs> I'm looking at that trailer that hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. They really they really are their, their fortune with that. 
Okay, that was our last story from Sonic, Capcom story. Uh, they would like to know if we would buy more great Ace Attorney games. Now, I don't care how good the Ace Attorney games are. I've got to buy them. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Capcom. I have not bought these two, and that is mostly because uh, the way my job works, I can't afford it. <laughs> However... I will buy them all when I become rich and famous. Okay. Of course. I said that when I was um, per, per procuring them on the Nintendo Weed. <laughs> like, oh, it's cool. I'm going to buy them. And then I got the trilogy. <laughs> so, all is well. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, that, that's really interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to get uh, every single Ace Attorney game available on the Switch uh, now, uh, current, and future. Did they say? Uh, did they say specifically the Switch or with the how they word it? Uh, hold on, I gotta go back because I was gonna do the survey. Oh. Uh, doesn't really mention Switch because there are no quotes here from Capcom. Okay, so they were just really... saying great Ace Attorney games. Yeah. I don't care if the games are great, bad, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, great. Just let, me, just let me have them, bro. Okay. Uh, our next third-party uh, <clears throat> articles come from Atlas. Ooh. Uh, first, we're starting with a rumor here, not a leak. A rumor. Sure. Uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax to be remastered for modern platforms. Uh, Let's don't do it. Uh, The leaker leaker monger says that it's one of seven anniversary projects. Stop talking. (laughs) Now, by them saying modern platforms, that may actually exclude Nintendo Switch seeing as we are currently on the ninth generation of consoles, which include the PlayStation 5, the Digital Edition, the slimmer PlayStation 5 that recent re- recently released, as well as the Xbox Series X and S. Yeah, but you wouldn't say the Switch isn't modern. <laughs> Some would. It depends on who you talk to, but... Um... Again, yeah, it, it could my favorite very... retro console that Nintendo Switch. Oh, <laughs> <it is> so <laughs> vintage. Uh... <laughs> the Wii U isn't even retro yet, but no. again. Uh, and our other article says what we just mentioned, actually. Atlas has seven project reveals planned for Persona's 25th anniversary. Oh, that's canon. <laughs> I didn't even mean to say that. That's confirmed. <laughs> that's true. yeah. Uh, I, that's this is in the rumor segment, but I'm just letting y'all know like that's happening. That's like uh, up to date now. Uh, I know we we're going over like old stuff, but now this is like a week away, and I'm trying not to count the days. But you know, okay. Just, well, no. This is our second story on Atlas. Oh, okay. but yeah, the first one is scheduled for this September. <clears throat> Atlas has officially announced its Persona series 25th anniversary. To kick things off, it's opened a special website. 
This page teases seven different projects which will be revealed between September 2021 and autumn 2022. Below is a little... Okay, they, they made a typo. Below is a little bit extra about what to expect. Keep in mind, there are no guarantees we'll see any Nintendo-related announcements. That is very true. Right. <clears throat> and I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> In a quote here, uh, in 2021, the Persona series exceeded the cumulative worldwide sales of 15 million units. We would like to express our sincere gratitude and gratitude to all those who have watched over and supported us for a long time. And in September, the Persona series will finally celebrate its 25th anniversary. With gratitude to all of you, we are preparing a lot of fun as Persona 25th anniversary year for about one year from September 2021 this year to autumn 2022 next year. Dude, okay. I haven't been on the website in a while because I'm trying to like forget about it. Like I'm literally trying not to count the days, but like it just says September for this one. Like it just says 2021-9. So like this one could happen any day now. <laughs> And it's just um, it's just a yellow background. So, uh, so there, there are different boxes. The first one is just the yellow 25th, Persona 25th anniversary, which signifies Persona 4. And that could be so much, dude. Okay, that's all. That's all. Yeah. Um, and then they embedded a tweet here with the lovely Persona 25th anniversary art. It's so good. Uh, Joker looking very menacingly toward us. It's not uh, that good. It's, okay, well, yeah. it is. <laughs> uh, and the others posing. Uh, it, it, it's very beautiful art. Uh, yeah. Most uh, of the fan base don't know half of these characters. I'm sick. <laughs> uh, it, I'm I'm hoping this brings about great things for the franchise. Uh, while Nintendo systems don't have all that much history with this series, recently the Switch received Koei Tecmo's Musou, Persona 5 Strikers, Persona Q, and Persona Q2 have also been released on 3DS in the past, yes, and the Persona 5 character Joker was added to Smash Ultimate as a DLC fighter. Yeah, Persona Q is pretty solid. <laughs> I, not only do I want to recommend it, I want to like play it <laughs> I, I played the first two dungeons of it and i really liked it and it's like something you won't really get in any other uh persona game but it's just uh, like i said it's not like the other persona games so it, it takes some adjustment and i i need i need to go back to the grind okay uh i just want it because they're cute <laughs> That's the only why I wanted to plug Persona Q. Valid. Uh, <clears throat> uh, go over a few Pokemon stories here. Um, this one uh really showed. It really showed. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Right. Now on the bike from Pokemon Red. What? But you're not allowed to ride it. Okay. <laughs> the bike has no chains, so that's why you can't ride it. That's so. All right. No. No. 
But if you want a chance, if you want to be in with a chance of winning the bike, you have to follow Pokey Times on Twitter. Use the hashtag 100. Yes. Which means Pokemon 1 million yen bicycle. And make sure to enter before the 3rd of August when the competition ends. Oh, and you have to live in Japan. Uh, Well, uh, my thing is, like, can't you just put a chain in it? Uh, No, the bike isn't made to support a chain. (laughs) The bike is rather lovely. So it might be worth moving. It's covered in little details like Master Ball treads, silhouettes of the four original starter Pokemon, and Pokeballs on the handles. There's just one big catch. You can't actually ride it. You probably guessed that from the title, though. Yeah, we definitely did. Uh, It's a life-sized model, though. I thought that was the worst part of it, because... On pressed to try and ride the bike, even though I can't. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is just making me mad. Let's. I don't know. I'm not about it, bro. Um, what Pokemon will you be using in the Diamond and Pearl remakes? Nintendo wants to know. Well, Nintendo, I will be telling you here that NF officially from NF reviews will not be purchasing Pokemon Diamond. <laughs> Pokemon Pearl. <laughs> real 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 I am however purchasing Pokemon Legends Arceus keep it <clears throat> now uh, which Pokemon will you actually be playing as uh, yeah, Astro Chim- that's my boy Chimchar bro you already know hold it down with the with the firefighting type that uh, everybody never gets tired of. Uh, okay, you've stu- you've thought of your starter, but have you thought of your main team? My main team? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Final answer. Okay. Uh, I know uh, of... Uh, I-, I want a Pokemon <laughs> that has Flame Wheel and Fire Punch, because those moves are cool. And I want a fly type. I forget what the what the local uh fly type is in that game. It's been a long time, but who's yeah, been local now? The local fly type in that game. The 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 bird Pokemon. Well, the first ones you get. I forget what they are, but I'll probably use that one for a while. Okay, and uh that's practically it for the Pokemon. Now, we're going to get into some Mario-specific stuff here. Um, Starting off with something that connected back to one of our earlier stories, Super Mario Bros. 3 Special Version jumps onto the Switch Online NES library. Not that anyone cared that much, but it's here. Thoughts? Um... Good. So now we're moving on to a sealed copy of Super Mario 64. <laughs> I feel like you were actually going to say something. What were you going to say? <laughs> Can you repeat the question? <laughs> what were your thoughts on SMB3 uh, Special Edition coming to NSO? 
Wait. Oh, God. <laughs> wait, let me look at the cover and like remember which one that is. Super Mario Bros. 3. Because I can tell based off the cover whether I care That's about it. That's the one with Oh, okay. This one... This is the one where it's a play the whole time. I thought that was kind of cute. I like the, I like the aesthetic of this game. But uh, any day of the week, I play Super Mario World over this. So I don't know, bro. It's it's I play it for like a few minutes. That that's that's more credit than a lot of people would get. Uh, though SMB three and SMW are really the only retro Mario games I'm willing to play uh, on my free time without being asked to. Without being paid to. Right, right. There you go. Uh, A sealed copy of Super Mario 64 just sold for record-breaking $1.56 million. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, Thoughts on that, Astro? Uh. That's cool. good. <laughs> Did you really say? I said that's cool. Uh, I want to. Yeah. I want to boohoo cry right now. I cannot um, believe you. Yeah. Um, you know what you said. Uh, Third dude, strike. I just told you. Third strike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tag Heuer reveals a limited edition $2,150 Super Mario watch. And he looks like he's on the Superstar. That could be cool. I have to see it. Uh, It's limited to 2,000 units, by the way. Excuse me? A limited... I I thought he said $2,000 or something. (laughs) Oh uh, yeah, I did say that. It's two thousand one hundred fifty dollars. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a nice asking price for no. a Super Mario on a Superstar. Oh boy, I could print that out of my computer right now. What you talking He's about? glowing, man. What do you mean? Uh, you're right. Let me give you my bank account information. Okay, but does your watch have a mushroom on it? As well My watch as doesn't even tell Okay. I would switch over. Tag Hewer has now unveiled it's the Tag Hewer Connected and Super Mario Watch, a limited edition piece that'll come. Oh, okay. They updated the story. That's all it was. Oh. Okay. Um, now, let's see. You got to be a sick man to wear Mario merch. <laughs> man, you've got to be something to wear Super Mario merch. A whole different creature. So, <laughs> no hate on Mario. I'm, I'm just not a big fan. This is the okay. dude I, I'm saying about me. I'm the dude who's talking about the, the, the Mario Pumas. The, they, they were kind of clean. Though. Oh, no. The Mario Pumas look Stupid, bro. I wanted me a pair of them. <laughs> but uh, so to close out here, guys, we're going to go over some Nintendo focused uh, stories and then end it off with some loose uh, third party stories. Sound yeah, good? Then we're going to go over Isabel with the truck. 
So now we're here uh, thinking they resolved the Nintendo Joy-Con drift problem with uh, what Nintendo Life calls an incredibly simple fix. Oh, well, that's cool. But what they don't understand is like the Joy-Con drift is not a glitch. It's a feature. And that was that was that was Miyamoto's vision. Man, uh, so what the YouTuber did uh, was he included a small piece of cardboard, practically a millimeter thick, and placed it underneath the analog. All right, sounds easy enough. <clears throat> well. They found foam pads in the uh, Skyward Sword HD edition Joy-Con. But people soon found out that those foam pads were not new. They checked back to the Joy-Con that came out with the battery and security improved Switch back in August of, what was that, 2019, I believe? <clears throat> And yeah, and that's why I was saying I don't think Joy-Con drift is really an issue like it was. And anyone that's still claiming like it's rampant the way it has been, you kind of camping because I they didn't fix it. <laughs> they didn't change I, anything. They fixed it. I said it wasn't as rampant as it was. But how so, could that be when they didn't change any of the hardware? They put the foam underneath and it stopped um, most of them from having an issue. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying that to say uh, I have not had any control stick related issues with my Joy-Con since uh, having that new Switch. I haven't either because I haven't been using it. <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> so that, that was pretty much a two-in-one story there. Uh, I think this one right here is more of a discussion topic, so I kind of wanted to get into this. Uh, New Metroid Dread report outlines seven points that define the 2D saga. Hmm. Uh, are we actually going to talk about this? What, Metroid Dread? Yeah, I'm, look I'm looking at this story. I'm trying to see, like... Okay, this is them doing more of a history. I'm not going over that. I thought it was actually something. Okay, we're not going over that. Okay, I'm gonna cut that. Uh, you still good? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> now we're going over some more Metroid Dread news and the producer hopes fans look forward to quote, future episodes once the current story arc concludes. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Is this Are going to DLC? that? That's what it sounds like to me. Mm. Uh, let's get into the article here. Uh, uh, there's no need to worry about this core series potentially ending, though. Not long after the E3 reveal, producer Yoshio Sakamoto told Japanese publication Famitsu how there was more to come, teasing quote future episodes. <clears throat> while at the same time reiterating how this is the 
final chapter in this particular story arc for Samus. What is the story arc? Is this a sequel to Metro Samus Returns? I'm your character arc. <laughs> this is the last chapter in the series so far. The final chapter about the shared fate and adversarial relationship Samus shares with the Metroid. This isn't the end of the Metroid series. We don't want that. I'm sure fans don't want that, and we hope you'll look forward to what's coming in future episodes. I think we're looking too much into it, but let's see. There are more quotes down here. Sakamoto previously mentioned how the team hoped players would wonder what exactly the end of the story arc meant. Uh, oh, pardon me. As they played through Metroid Dread. Uh, I had some ginger ale. I'm sorry about that, guys. <clears throat> the series has chronicled the uncanny relationship between these Metroids and the heroine Samus, but this game will mark the end of that story arc. Hmm. We Okay, I think I'm getting what he's saying. We're hoping fans of the series will wonder what does mark an end to the story arc mean as... Well, damn it, I'm wondering that now. <laughs> I'm thinking he's saying, like, the relationship Samus currently has with the Metroid is about to change quite drastically compared to what we're used to. Okay. And that could mean that the Metroid start turning on her for some reason after this relationship building she's been doing. It could mean that the Metroid... uh canonically get wiped out for realsies and she has a new threat uh i don't know <clears throat> i don't know what are your thoughts on this astro uh i don't know much about the story about metro are all the 2d games connected story-wise is that what they're saying? i believe there is a timeline of sorts okay so uh that would mean they're all canon <laughs> so uh what i know is is just the surface level of what you said like uh she tries to kill the metroid but then like the metroid are cool right <laughs> so she like mm-hmm. makes friends with them or something mm-hmm. all right uh and, and he's this is gonna be like the 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 closer of that Metroid Dread. It sounds really scary. <laughs> oh so yeah, it definitely. Is. There, there's gonna be like a, a dark turn or something. Yeah, uh, there was like a video or a picture on Twitter from Nintendo America's official Twitter account, and uh, there was like an image of a Chozo looking quite menacingly, and that spooked me. So I'm like, yeah. Oh my god, you said fellows. Yeah, y'all built like some. (sighs) So I'm wondering what that could mean for Samus, because that's kind of spooky. Yeah, I want Samus to be tortured and have like a traumatic uh, experience. This sounds like a joke, but (laughs) I think that'd be interesting as a player to see like. Samus be like horrified. Did I say torture? That was too harsh. Hmm. Well, um, moving on here, uh, Nintendo Life thought this was important to cover for some reason. So maybe we can get a discussion going out of this. Uh, 
Tantalus Studios also remade Skyward Sword HD. They were the ones responsible for Twilight Princess HD on the Wii U. <coughs> so I guess their angle here is uh, it's becoming more normal that Nintendo is asking other IP to help them remake uh, some of their most classic games from Once Upon a Time. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, I, I'm glad that they realize, like, okay, if we see that someone else is doing it better, let's see what they can do for us, right? Who said that? No, I'm just saying, like, in general, I feel that that's, like, the line of thinking. But, of course, series producer A.J. Numa was the one that uh, recruited the studio. And it was because he felt it had, quote, strong developing skills. Mm. And a quote here says, I felt they had strong developing skills from seeing their work across remakes of previous titles. So I decided to ask Tantalus to remake this title. Uh, they were also responsible for Sonic Mania and Rhyme. So that's interesting. Who who was responsible for it? I'm sorry. Tantalus Studios. Tantalus. That doesn't sound. <laughs> Let me look it up. Because Sonic Mania, uh, the development that is something I was like loosely uh, uh, looking into or knowledgeable about, I felt. But Tantalus doesn't strike me as like something that was a part of the team because I, I know like uh, it was made by that the fan uh christian, christian white yeah and uh i feel like that name is very well known now and i love that that's a thing yeah, he's a goat for real that's great man yeah but i know about tedless having anything to do with something maybe it's just a part of it that that's not talked about as much yeah, but, yeah. i think so <clears throat> that that's doesn't cool, make it's turning they really made skyward sword <laughs> Look fine. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta give it up. I was watching. I was a, I was a Skyward Sword hater for a while, but I was watching a comparison, and like it's so much faster. <laughs> like you could get through. I think it was a Nintendo Life video actually. You could get through the opening of that game like less than half the speed of the original. Like, oh my goodness, they did it. I you just skip Give me Skyward Sword. <laughs> Said I just realized that Heifer didn't give me Scout Sword. Okay, well, on live TV, bro. Farmers are familiar with the word. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad word. Okay, something that really piqued my interest. 25 seconds of new Earthbound 64 footage emerges online. Apparently, this was recorded back at Space World in 1997. Now, the footage has no audio, but you can currently go and find it on YouTube. It uh, looks quite expansive. And, of course, they called it Mother 3. And, obviously, it was in early development because a lot of these models is just like, bro, what is that? LOL. But <laughs> uh, it, 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 it does look promising, though. I, I, I will say that much. Um, and seeing as how I played Earthbound uh, on, what was it? Virtual Console on Wii U. Very beautiful game. Oh, yes. the story. 
Oh, the heartbreak and pain, not knowing that we'd be able to return to our normal body safely. It was a lot. It was it was a lot. I gave scary as heck. Yes, very scary. Like we had to get the praying in that bit, but like literally, it it got rough. It got rough. I have to play it. I'm gonna play Mother Three first though. It got really better. The order, I don't think. Um. Oh yeah, that was one more thing I was supposed to get from Virtual Console. I have to download download Earthbound Beginnings. And then Earthbound <clears throat> continuations. And then Earthbound what? <laughs> continuations. Oh my gosh! Come on. <laughs> uh, and of course, I think that I said that already, but the trailer said Mother Three. Mm. Uh, yeah. 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 It, it would be Earthbound endings, but you know, Mother Four has to drop, of course. Bro, come what's on. up? What's up? Come what's on, up? Man. come on, man. come, come on. <laughs> It'd be called Earthbound endings if you wanted to get that gross about it. But moving on here to something uh, weird, we can we keep getting these surveys. But this one's a weird mm, collaboration. Hey, hey, we don't have to do it. Matchup? <laughs> oh, we do. Oh, shoot. Uh, Nintendo and Oxford University want to know how Animal Crossing players are doing mentally. Uh, not good. Oh. <laughs> well, you already earlier in the stream that you don't play as often, so. Yeah. I, I, just, uh, need to, I just need someone to check out on me. <laughs> and I need to be included. In it. True. <laughs> uh, would you say playing ACNH has any effect on your mental health? Uh, I'd say it did I'd not say, have an effect. <laughs> I'd say no, because like... Uh, um. Playing AC, playing Animal Crossing is a result of me being in a good mood, not a cause. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Um, I, I but I do feel uh, last year it did help me along, uh, being able to play with friends, you know. Yeah. But then it did get to the point where it's just like, oh, I have to be in a happy mood to play Animal Crossing. Yeah. So I'll say it. See if had a generally positive effect was an option, I'd choose it. But no, it has no effect. I have to be honest here. Um. So yeah, guys, go and uh, wait. I don't want to just tell you go and find that survey. That sounds kind of rude. Um. Yeah, there should be a. Oh, I guess they're emailing people. It said it, the, there's a Twitter account that named Forrest Minish that says Nintendo survey going out asking when was the last time we played Animal Crossing New Horizons. Using the same Animal Crossing survey, Nintendo also wants to know if we're depressed. Apparently, apparently, another server out. Another <laughs> server going out asking when the last time y'all took a shower. Oh, now we're moving on to our last Nintendo-focused uh, story here. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's selling miniature versions of its iconic Nintendo Store statues. 
available starting the weekend of July uh, 30th, I guess that was. That's interesting. So I'm guessing they mean their Tokyo store because that's the images that are here. Oh my gosh, they're selling Mario, Link, Isabel, and Inkling Girl. They look great. I wish I could buy them myself. Oh. Oh. Imports, bro. bro, each of them are $65, though. That ain't too bad. I mean, yeah, it's not, especially when they're high quality. But, um, they and they also sell them in a box set with that price times for which is 260. Oh, I love the box art more than the statues. I've always loved their promotional art. When I started seeing their promotional posters at these airports in different countries, I loved it. Like, they even had Gander, uh marching. And, you know, they had to have Olimar and the Pikmin, but they didn't have them to scale. They kind of had him like a third of the size of Ganondorf. And I'm like... Come yeah, on. Is, but we do need to see him, right? <clears throat> okay, that's it for our Nintendo news. Now we've got some uh, loose stories here. The Simpsons co-showrunner, uh, I believe that's Harry Shearer, he would love to see a hit-and-run return, yes, but it, it's, it's complicated. What? And, I, I'm going to get into the story. Now, I originally thought it was going to be because the Simpsons can't really agree on where anything is located. So I thought them actually doing a map would have broke some form of uh, canonity since they never had to really um, not dedicate. I get. I guess that's the word that I can get to right now they never had to dedicate to a certain formatting for their city outline but anyway uh let's see here speaking to ign recently matt selman who has worked on the animation since 1997 has mentioned how he would also love to see this particular simpsons game make a return but admits it would be complicated to revive <clears throat> and the quote here says, I would love to see a remastered version of it. I would, but it's a complicated corporate octopus to try to make that happen. I wonder what that means. Y'all better hop on uh, Octodad Simulator and figure that, <laughs> figure that thing out. <laughs> um, in the same interview, Selman also reflected on how the team had to fight for it to be like Rockstar's popular series at the time. Huh? We were all playing Grand Theft Auto at the time and the publisher, they just wanted to, they just wanted another driving game. And we were like, everyone's playing whatever version of Grand Theft Auto people need to get out of their cars. That was a huge creative battle over whether it was just a driving around doing missions game or a getting out of the car and doing missions game. But I do think the battle was worth fighting. Dude, if you're going to make a Simpsons game, I don't want Crazy Taxi. I definitely want GTA. I want but of course, it can't really be GTA uh, because Family Guy would do that. But 
again, they would need to get out of their get out of their cars. Like, come on now, that's absurd. Yeah, I want, I want, I want to be able to pick people up and like take them places and like run them over. I, that's a part of the game, but I also want to like get out and hit people with sticks and stuff. Be Bart and shoot slingshots at people. Come on, bro. I don't even like the show, but like Simpson just uh, seems fun. I figured it was stupid ever since I was a kid. Honestly, I didn't see the appeal. Uh, bro, if you're I like GTA, but um, I did not like the fact that there was a game like that from The Simpsons. It sounded stupid. It is stupid. <sighs> See, and that's why I didn't want to play it. Yeah, but Simpsons is stupid, and I like I like the <laughs> I don't watch it, but I like the concept of it. Matt isn't the only one. Oh, pardon me. It's currently after one a.m., guys. I'm sorry. Uh, Matt isn't the only one who worked on the game who would like to see it return in some way or form. Back in 2019, Hit and Run producer Vlad Soraldi mentioned how wonderful a remake could potentially be, but also noted how it would take a lot of cooperation from the parties in charge. Uh, okay, that's what it is. I could see it on multiple. Oh, this is a quote, by the way. I could see it on multiple different types of platforms as a remake or remaster. It would, it would have, it would have to take the parties who are in charge of the property to want that to happen, and someone out there to decide that they were going to go out and do it. But absolutely, it would be fun to explore those characters in that universe again, that work again. It's not gonna happen, basically. Like, thoughts? Uh, Any final thoughts on it? This is the hit run thing, right? Yep. Uh, it's not likely to happen. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pissing and <laughs> trying about it, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I should have known you'd say that. Oh, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, it's a little whack. I would have liked to have that be on modern consoles. I know, like, there are a lot of like diehard fans of it too, so it'd be cool I to guess. see that remastered. Bro. I guess uh, I I saw this and I thought that was pretty cool. Crash Bandicoot celebrates 25 years with a special anniversary bundle. Bro, Get games five games old. for the price of one. Gaming, not all of them, bro. Thirty, what? Oh, that's what you meant. No, I'm saying it in general. Like, Persona is twenty five, bro. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me Persona is just as old as Crash? Yeah. What? <laughs> bro, Persona that sounds like a. The... What was Persona one? It was on the PS one. Dude, someone's lying here. That doesn't sound right. Oh, I'm telling you, bro, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it fun? <laughs> uh yeah, uh this bundle includes Crash Bandicoot 4, uh Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, and Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Uh this bundle uh ends up being uh Ninety nine ninety nine, but it was on sale 
for $59.99. I'm crying currently. I'm crying currently. Uh, There's also a special uh, quadrilogy bundle. I don't think that's how you say that word. Containing... Uh, is that a quote? You read that? Is that is that real? That is what Nintendo Life said. Uh-huh. That's not a word, though. Uh, <laughs> containing Crash 4 and the Insane Trilogy for $41.99 on sale, but it's normally $69.99. I would definitely buy that one because, I mean, I would not prioritize getting the racing over just getting the Crash Bandicoot experience. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not crazy about either, but I'd rather play the original. Like, I'd rather get the original experience and get invested if I have a choice. Yeah, okay. Crash Aversary bundle. That sounds awesome. I like that. Some might say cringe, but I, I say not. Who's saying cringe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to call you out on that. I just said some might say. I'm not saying they are. Oh, fair enough. I'll give you that. Uh, Konami's next Yu-Gi-Oh! game arrives in Japan this August. So it's already in there. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush Duel has a demo that is now available in the Japanese eShop. The game uh, released on August 12th in Japan. Uh, Apparently... There's no release date for any other region currently. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Y'all talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, bro? Don't yes, sir. Don't go out, bro. Bro, what do you mean, dog? <laughs> I guess I did. I played. Oh, never mind. It's a battle royale, boo. What are you uh, saying to me? A Yu-Gi-Oh battle royale? It, it the title the original title was Yu-Gi-Oh Rush Duel Psycho Battle Royale. That don't sound real though. That just sound like they threw some words together. But this was to support the new uh, series Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens. They named. They named it Sevens? You can keep it. I promise you. I was with Brains because virtual brains, because they were in virtual reality. I was supporting that. What is Sevens? What? <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not going to lie. Maybe if they, uh, they, maybe if they got some <laughs> brains instead of making brains, they wouldn't be. Like, <laughs> Boy, okay. Teases. Octopath Traveler teases a sequel. On its third anniversary. Oh, <sighs> okay. Taj would I uh, really like to see if he wasn't so busy. <laughs> what would it be called? Uh, what's the What's the word for nine again? You better not. <laughs> you 
No, they're not. I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> the quote here says, Today, July 13th, is the third anniversary of Octopath Traveler. Thank you all very much for your warm congratulatory messages. The development team will work hard so that we can set off on a new adventure with you all. That is not teasing anything. Okay. As highlighted in a translation by Nintendo enthusiasts, the message in the tweet below seemingly teases the possibility of an adventure. While this could potentially be a reference to Project Triangle Strategy or certain other Octopath games, hopefully it is a reference to a proper Octopath Traveler follow-up for a console. Yeah, Do you remember Project Triangle Strategy? Yes. I never I never actually downloaded the demo like I was planning to. There's a demo? I believe so, yeah. Slipped my mind. I'm crying. Uh I want no part of that game, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I wanna try it. Looks cool. Cute. Okay, and we're gonna finish off on this. Uh, overnight phenomenon which people are really digging it actually really pissed me off at first because I'm like y'all will sit here and troll about everything <laughs> and then I actually saw it and I was like okay it has potential I'm not exactly excited about it but it has potential <clears throat> Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is a Smash Bros alike fighting its way to switch this fall Featuring 20 levels based on Nickelodeon shows. Nintendo, oh, sorry. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Star <laughs> Brawl, which will also release on PlayStation and Xbox systems, is currently being developed by Ludosity and Fair Play Labs. A full list of starring characters hasn't been revealed just yet, but IGN, oh yeah, this was back in like mid-July, by the way, guys. But IGN has the scoop on the first set of confirmed fighters. Uh, Michelangelo and Leonardo, Nigel Thornberry, which I really found to be very hilarious, uh, Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy. You want to try and give me some background on that, Astro? Uh, so he's he's like a superhero parody who is just a dude who like is made out of toast. I've never watched um, Ren and Stimpy. He's a sad fellow, <laughs> then, isn't he? Um, of course, SpongeBob, Sandy, Patrick, <clears throat> Oblina from Ah Real Monsters. You 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 don't know this? No. It's uh it's an old it's an old one where they uh <laughs> they have these like scary monsters, but they're like just living normal lives. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Sounds kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I was never that interested. Lucy and Lincoln Loud, Helga, Reptar. I love that boy. idea. Yes, sir. Uh, Zim and Danny Phantom were all confirmed for the roster list. All right. So first of all, you're sick as hell. You think I'm not hyped for this game? You're sick as hell. You think I'm not pre-ordered this game? This game is pre <laughs> this game was uh, made by the guys who made Slap City, which is like another. Uh, smash a smash like platform fighter it's pretty good but they just didn't have the ips to make it really pop this has nickelodeon characters it has, Shanton, it has, it has like <laughs> i'm going to be a daddy fan player 
in a Reptar player, I'm thinking. What's your what's your characters gonna be looking like, bro? Oh, you want me to play this game? Uh <laughs> I gotta hit up Helga and Leonardo. Bro, not a Helga, man. Helga, yes, man. Sir. <laughs> uh, IGN reports that the game will feature 20 levels based on a variety of Nickelodeon shows and will come with single player and multiplayer modes for New moves can also be unlocked for each fighter. Oh, in-game gallery content, yo. So what? look, I've never heard of such opportunity thing, of seeing like, okay, they did the alternate specials of Smash Four and got rid of it. We gonna have that. That's what I'm thinking. But what if it's not that? What if it's like just normal attacks where you can change their up air? Would that be crazy? Would that be a little too much? <laughs> I don't think it'll just be normal variations, but I do think they'll just be like moves you can switch out. Yeah, uh, yeah um, I'm actually interested in seeing the release for this one. I'm going to enter a tournament in Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, and I'm going I'm to laugh. <laughs> I'm going to laugh my ass off. <laughs> I am boohooing right now. Uh, <laughs> That was officially our last story. Astro, did you potentially have anything that you wanted to bring to anyone's attention? Like like another topic? Or like yeah, another topic. Just off the off the dome. Uh I think I think I think <laughs> all the things I'm excited about, honestly. Like if I were to bring anything up, it would be like the persona anniversary thing. That's the thing I'm most uh, excited about. That's a gaming related topic coming up. Um excited about Nick Brawl. I'm excited about Smash tournaments coming back. Uh Smash Summit just happened and that was like one of the most uh fun Nintendo related things that's happened this month. And during that we had to cancel one of the events of a tournament uh that's coming up. And so that was really cool though. I hate Nintendo. Oh but, you mean the Project Plus thing, don't yes, you? Yes. They canceled it for Riptide. I got genuinely mad, even though I had no intention of even like watching. <laughs> and, and I stand by that. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Dude. Go to Riptide. It would have been for Project Plus. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Let's go. <laughs> you were gonna show off your wolf skills, huh? Man, they wouldn't have seen it coming. Yeah, I, I might download read. that after this. Just, just, just despite Nintendo, it's still gonna be at uh, the tournament I'm going to, Low Tide City. Like, pull up. There, there's still uh spots open, guys. If y'all want to see me there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 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 does suck. But what are you gonna do? We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep rocking and uh, keep playing these games, despite the uh, despite the developers genuinely hating us, despising us. Well, uh, well, thank you for coming on today, Astro. I really no appreciate problem. it. Sorry if it seemed like I wasn't paying attention. I was doing homework. <laughs> hey, that man's getting work done. Y'all better not say nothing. But, uh, yeah, we're just going to wrap up here. And uh, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you later. Hit me up anytime on Twitter at Nintendo First.
like on the video and subscribe to my twitch.tv slash TV. I'm really getting serious about this branding thing, so I gotta really plug my channel every chance I get. So don't forget to hit that button. Peace, homies.